Hey everybody, welcome to the podcast. You are listening to Launch Speed, and I am one of your hosts, Brendan. I'm not joined by Zach for this intro, but in this episode, Zach and I talk about adulthood so far. We're in our 20s, so this is just, you know, changes from pretty much being a kid to the age that we are now. But we, we get into some, uh, some more, uh, some, uh, deeper and more complex issues. Don't forget to leave us a review or send us an email, and that is launchspeedpodcast at gmail.com. You can send us any comments that you might have or suggestions or topics or really just anything, but don't hesitate to reach out. Thanks again for listening, and hope you guys enjoy. There's multiple shapes and sh- sizes to decide that a real fat guy is just a bear and it's and hitting an animal. Well, it's not going to hit a bear. <laughs> well, yeah, I know that. But it will determine the, the... Launch speed? Launch speed? Launch speed? <laughs> Stop, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to pull my words together. It's rushing me. Am I helping? No, not at all. No one else can see my hands. Welcome to Launch Speed. Let's go! <laughs> Uh, so what are we gonna call this? Well, we, we I want to stick with like the one word to like two word max title. Uh, how about I was thinking adulthood. Ooh, I like it. But I mean, not that we're very deep you, into adulthood. You're pretty deep in adulthood, way uh, further than I am. Are you talking like just age wise or like what I've done? What you've done in your life. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I still work at a country club. <laughs> there are people who've been working there for many many years though it's not like you're i don't know a loser it, it, <laughs> <laughs> it's not you could make it into a career is what i'm saying i could it's not like it's like a, a summer job that you just ended up doing full-time I mean, or anything like that that's exactly <laughs> what i started doing so it kind of feels like that yeah do, how does that so do you feel like it's not a real job yeah okay it's also too too casual like i guess that's something not to complain about the fact that I can go to work and it's kind of just... My work is too casual. It's just playing around the whole time. That's what I'm doing at work. Except for playing around with computers and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I also sit at a desk a lot, which sucks. With my productivity being zero, sitting at a desk. Because there's nothing to be productive there's nothing for? To yeah. Do. Yep. It's just sitting there... And occasionally smiling and waving at somebody as they walk in the door or leave. Why Why do they have this position? Why do they pay people to do it? Well, first off, let's not get ahead of ourselves. I need this job. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's part of the country club life, man. It's supposed to be... Uh, not homely. That's not the word I'm looking for. Homely? <laughs> uh, it's supposed to be stupid. <laughs> no, no. It's supposed to be... Uh, welcoming like okay like it should it should feel hospitable thank you mm. it, it's, it's mm. all about hospitality mm-hmm. those people live for those four seconds that i brighten their day by saying hello they live for that they do they need to get out more and just spend some of that uh what is it 10 grand a year on like a jet ski <laughs> <laughs> well no they they want to come and play tennis and they they need the attention that we give them. Oh, wow, you make them sound so needy. I mean, aren't all people really needy? Most? Are you not? Are you saying you're part of that group or not part of that group? 
Part of what group? The needy group. Not usually. Sometimes. <laughs> you need food. You need love. You need affection. Uh, oh, oh, I need food. Do you need love? Uh, uh, no. Yeah, you're lying. Nah, nah, I can live without it. All right, I'm taking your wife and your dog when I leave today. But you can't take the dog. <laughs> <laughs> So, changes in our 20s. Mm-hmm. What big change happened at the 2-0 mark for you? At 20? At 20. Well, why don't we start there? At 20? Uh, let's see. I was in the middle of college. I guess I switched schools and started dating my now wife when I was 20. I was 19. I was around 20. Yeah, around 20. Yeah. Those are big changes. I kind of solidified my major and was a little bit more independent I guess than previous to that now your 20s were a lot more productive your 20 year old like 20 like the 2-0 mark was a lot more productive <laughs> than my 2-0 mark uh-huh uh-huh what about you uh, I was still in college let's see I graduated last year so were you at CSM at the community college at that point? I think I was just finishing. I think yeah, I think I was finishing my last semester, my second semester at CSM. Okay. At twenty, so I was still living at home. Nice. Oh no no no! I was living with you. Okay, that sounds right. Yeah, we were. No. Oh yeah, when you were twenty, I yeah. wasn't twenty. Yeah, that's right. We were at twenty <laughs> together. <laughs> right. I was so we. I lived at Myrtle's. And I had a full-time job working as a mechanic. Mm -hmm. And then I went back to school for athletic training, and I've never done anything with that or mechanics since then. So, really, I just... 2-0 mark, like, was that, like, you know, I just wiped that year off. Like, didn't really happen. My 21-year, <laughs> like, 21 mark, also just wiped that one done. And 22, and... So, have you done anything in your 20s? Do you think that you're at any closer to adulthood now than you were when you turned 18? Yes, because I have a job that pays me bi-weekly for a good amount. I don't get paid bi-weekly. You get paid monthly, don't you? Yeah. But your paycheck's way fatter than mine. Yeah, but I only get it once a month. Yeah, but it's like $30,000. Thirty grand a month? <laughs> what kind of job do you think I have, man? But you know that good feeling that you have when you get paid? Yeah, totally. Yeah, well. All I can think about when I get paid is what bills do I have to pay this time. Hmm, okay, well. Okay, yeah, fair, fair. But I feel like most people are like, yeah, I got paid. Like, I'm like, yeah, I got paid. But everybody else, for the most part, gets that 26 times a year. I only get it 12 times a year. Your life is really tough. It is. That's what I'm trying to say here. So you you have a job. I do. I, I am no longer in school, so I have done something with my 20s. I've graduated, graduated college. It only took you five years, which is better than five and a half. Who did five and a half? Nick. Oh, right, Nick's. Nick hasn't technically graduated yet. So. He hasn't graduated yet. <clears throat> five and a half is on the fence, yeah. Yep. He, uh, he told me he needed a 50 on his this final he took today. Which, by the way, Maryland having finals on Saturday, that's absolute bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's garbage. And you know how most colleges uh, give you a reading day? One or two days between the end of classes and finals? Oh, we had a week at Westlip. You had a week? We had a week. Wow. Yeah, so at Maryland, since they have finals on Saturdays, 
what they do is they run classes Monday through Friday, and your reading day is a Saturday. So basically, you have no time off between classes and finals. Isn't that just dirty? That's... <laughs> dirty. Yeah, but he said he needed a 50%, and he said he left the test, and he couldn't remember a single thing he wrote down in any answer, and he didn't know any of the terms on the test, and he's confident he got over a 50% on it. That doesn't sound like confidence to me. Apparently, either it was so easy that he just knows to write down the right equation and get that, you know, that 25% here and there enough to bump him. I don't know. I don't think he did well. Well, I don't know. Some some classes in college, if you get a 50%, you're like, yeah, I'm above average. <laughs> <laughs> in other ones, if you get below 50%, you just suck. Any big life changes happen for your 20s? Yes. I, I know that. I, <laughs> there are people oh, who are listening oh. that know that. <laughs> sure there are. Uh, yeah, so, job, new job, Oh, graduate college. I, just, you know, just do a, make sure it doesn't take any time at all. Make sure you just answer this one question in a, about a minute, and then we're done with it. <laughs> Bought a house, got married. <laughs> what, what was your first job? My first job? Yeah. was working... As a contractor up near DC-ish. Doing? Doing computer stuff for the DoD. Okay. Are it's, you not allowed to talk about it? It's, yeah, well, the fact, I, I, I don't know. There's, like, legally speaking, I could, but the way that the atmosphere was at our company, they were like, you aren't supposed to tell anybody what you're doing. So, it's a bit of a gray area for me. My coworkers now, they just spew off everything to everybody. <laughs> and you now work at Booz Allen Hamilton? All right, yeah. What's wrong with that? I, I, yeah, okay, yes, that's my It's work. a top company. Yeah, they are. I think they're Fortune 500. They are. Yeah. So, I don't know why you're like looking at me like I just stabbed you in the chest. <laughs> Uh, so my bank account number? <laughs> <laughs> it's not terribly personal to know where you work. I guess not. And you're still doing computer stuff? Uh, yeah, so I'm working on Navy computer stuff. So with planes and ships and whatnot. So what's the coolest thing you've had to do so far with that? Uh, so the coolest thing that I've had to do is we, we're getting we're buying the system. And so I'm the guy that's like going in there and trying to figure out how we're going to make changes to it in the future. So, like... Like I said, it's it's really just me playing around. Like, me messing with this software, trying to kind of sort of get it to work with the stuff that we have. So it's actually kind of fun. Independent. Not really any hard goals or anything like that. But, <clears throat> it's it, yeah, I don't know. It's just kind of fun. You also got... Did you get your dog in your 20s? Yeah, of course. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, he... We've had him almost... I mean, we've had him like two and a half years. Seems like... Way longer than that, but also way shorter than that. Yeah, it feels like a lifetime for me. I like that dog after I've been drinking. <laughs> I don't understand you and dogs. I don't get it. I don't get it either. I I mean, I guess how you feel about dogs is kind of similar to how I feel about cats. Just, they're pointless. And stupid. Well, all pets are pointless. But dogs give you love and affection. <laughs> Okay, I don't think that, I don't think it qualifies it as having a true. Well, you said everyone is needy, right? You're right. Okay, all and right. So I'll it eat my fulfills words. some of your need. 
I'll eat my words. So you are needy because you had to get a dog and a wife. No, a dog's not for me. A dog's for the wife. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's like it's like if you have two kids, they take care of each other. Yeah. Sort of. That's kind of what I'm doing with wife and dog. They're taking care of each other. Oh, no. See. So I can go in the garage and make stuff. <laughs> because you need to? Because I want to. What if you couldn't? But if I couldn't? Yeah, like, would you say it would just need at some point that you need to go do something? No. You're a liar. No, I'd say I want to go do uh, something. I think all people are needy. Yeah, I agree. And everyone loves attention. I don't agree. I mean, no, everyone loves attention in a certain manner. Okay. Maybe that might, I would they agree. might not want public praise, but they at least want someone's attention. Nobody wants to be left alone in the dark. I mean, I'm sure there's one or two people out there that do want that, but they're psychopaths for a reason. I don't know. I, I guess uh, compared to a lot of other people my age, I feel like I need much less attention considering that I am not really on social media, which I feel like is how a lot of people get a lot of their attention nowadays. Okay. I mean, I'm like, I have social media, but I don't use it. Reddit is the closest thing to social media that I actually use. And that's just because it's funny. What was the what's the biggest thing that you think has changed between your teenage years and now? The biggest uh, change. I think it was my prefrontal cortex developing. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you're not at that point yet. I'm not. Uh, is it twenty five? Still making bad decisions. Is it twenty five? Twenty five is what they call it. I think it's actually well. I think it might be earlier for girls, or it's twenty five for girls and later for guys. I mean, it could be forever for guys. We make bad decisions <laughs> way more often than girls do. Yeah. Well, one of, one of the big things is that I realized that being older doesn't make you smarter, doesn't make you wiser, doesn't make you inherently a good person. It just means that you're older. But, like, yeah, I don't know. When, when you're kind of in your teenage years or definitely earlier in that, you think that adults are all... Knowing. All knowing, all powerful. And then once you get, you know, out of high school and you start realizing that your teachers were actually people, <laughs> they were just there solely to teach. <laughs> they had lives outside of their job. And, uh, like, your parents and your parents' aged people, they're not necessarily good, or smart, or nice people. See what I want to know is when do when do I actually become an adult because I still view people that are have the same like my parents and people their age are adults to me, but I'm still a kid in my head. So sort of, it, I guess it's sort of different for me because your parents are a little bit more formal, and my parents actually like me. <laughs> <laughs> but I've been calling my parents friends. I've been calling them by their first name for the, like the last ten years. I think if I tried to call my parents' friends by their first names, I still think I'd catch a mouthful. Yeah, I'm sure. But from your parents, not from your parents' friends. Right. Except for maybe... No, pro I was thinking maybe Mr. Woodard, but probably not. He wouldn't care. No, no, he'd correct me. What? Because he wouldn't want Dad to find out. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting that he introduces... Like, people like that. They'll introduce themselves as, like, Jack, for instance. Yeah. His first name. And then... You never call them that. Yeah. <laughs> See, what what throws me off is people are starting to call me by my my last name, but not just Kirkwood. Like Mr. That's what, Kirkwood? It's missed, I've been hit with Mr. Kirkwood recently. And have it, you been hit with any Mrs. Kirkwoods? I have, actually. <laughs> you know, from my coworkers who like to make fun uh, of me. Okay, fair, fair. But, uh, no, I just, I feel like 
the biggest change for me is having kids that like when I was in high school like they treat me like an adult now like they, if they don't know how young I am like if they don't know I'm like in my low 20s they treat me like I'm just, like a 30 or 40 year old is that a good thing I mean I just it's different it's just so different for me to have just respect yes authority authority respect my authority <laughs> Yes, because my lessons listen to me, not because I have a good reason for what I want to do, but because I'm the adult. Hmm. Which, I love that power, because I no longer have to... I now get when I would argue with my parents, when I would be like, what reason did you have to do this? They really didn't need one, because they, they just, you know, they have all the cards. Yeah. And I have all the cards now, and I'm excited. <laughs> I don't know what to do with all the cards. Power! I don't know what to do with all the cards, but I at least know I have them. Yeah, that's interesting. I haven't I really had to experience that because I'm not a manager or anything. Uh, I mean, I've, I've been uh, kind of handing off tasks to this other guy that I work with, so and I have the most experience, so when we get this new kid in January, I'm going to be pretty much training him and telling him what to do. Uh, but yeah, I've never really been in charge of people before. Yeah, the people I deal with are on average from six years old to about 14, I thought that you dealt with like a ton of old people. I do. I, I do. I mean, not old, but, but like, like of all ranges. But I do. It's just the kids. I the people I teach the most are young, very young kids. That makes sense. The I don't really teach. You're not really going to be taking a tennis lesson if you're 80 years old. No, they like to take refresher courses, as we like to call them, which is they just want to go out and hit with you, and then hopefully you're nice enough to let them win. But I never am. If they ever want to win, I always tell them that it costs extra money and it comes in cash <laughs> <laughs> that tax-free good good yeah i uh i also have noticed that more adults don't like me calling them mr or mrs anymore again not something i've experienced because i the only pr- the only people that i call mr or mrs are your parents <laughs> <laughs> that's it i i don't think my boss gets it that He's like, he doesn't want me to use sir or ma'am or Mr. or Mrs. And he always gets on me about using them. But I don't think he understands just how deep that is ingrained in me. Right. He's like, he's like, it's, it's not, you don't, you make it sound so genuine. And I'm just like, cause it is, it's just who I am now. I don't ever think to call someone by their first name. Like what I do at work now is I just don't call anybody by anybody's name. You just wait wait until they look at you and then yes. talk to them. I make, I make sure I get, I did contact. that for like. Four years with Casey's parents. Because <laughs> they used to be like, you have to call everyone Mrs. or Mr. blah, 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 blah. Like, before I knew Casey. And yeah. so she told me that. So I would just wait for them to look at me and then I would talk to them. <laughs> but now I just use their first name because I hate calling people Mr., Mrs., whatever. It's because you weren't raised right, but we'll have to blame your parents for that one. <laughs> I would not say not raised right. I used to when it was appropriate, but now I'm their peer. Yeah. Yeah. See, I'm 23 years old. I still feel like a kid. I don't feel like I'm anyone's peer yet. You are a kid. I am. Yeah. I, mean, I, I just graduated college. Yeah, pretty much. I, my, my, Although you didn't start feeling more on their level when you were in college? Like you could converse with older people about what they were talking about? Uh, no. Really? I still don't like conversing with older people about what they're talking about. Like your dad and Mr. Woodard? No, I just like listening. <laughs> I think I think I'm just. Are you just afraid you're going to say something stupid and they're going to yeah. smash you? 
either I say something stupid or just I don't have the same kind of like their arguments are so well formulated that it me just saying my opinion and then having zero backup is just terrible in a conversation. Just spewing random bullshit. Yeah. Zach, why do you think that? I don't know. That's <laughs> sounding good at the time. Yeah, like it's just but my parents are such a different case of people. Like they're you know, I was raised like I was brought up in the fifties. With the sir, Mr. Ma'am, like you say, excuse me, when you're trying to talk to someone, when they're with, they don't have to be in a conversation with someone else. You still just have to say, excuse me, when you want to get their attention. And I still do that. Even if they're not talking to anyone, they're just standing next to somebody, I'll say, excuse me, before I start talking. That's a weird one. To anybody? To no anybody, matter the circumstances. No matter what, I always say, excuse me, to someone who is with somebody else. And I, even if you know them? Even I know them. You don't say, hey? No. That's no. weird. Except I am getting closer with a couple members of the club, and I do use their first names, which is it's still weird to me because they're you know they're adults, they're they're mid forties, they you know they've experienced most of life. Not saying you die at fifty five, just saying that right, you've got a lot more experience under their belts. Yeah, they've got thirty years of experience in the real world, while I have one. So I guess. You, so I was thinking about this. You work for these people. Yes. Uh, but everybody that I interact with at my job, I you work, work with. with. And if I were to call somebody that I work with, Mr. or Mrs. whatever, they would look at me so weird. And it, it, it was a little weird at first because it was like all these people that are like 40, 50, 60. And I'm this 20... Two-year-old, like, hi! And just calling <laughs> everyone by their first name. It was, it was a little weird at first. But I got, I don't know, used to it. Now it'd be weird to call them whatever, anything else. I hope I never have to go to, like, like a work party for you or with you or meet any <clears throat> people. Because they're going to be like, who is this 20-year-old calling everyone Mr. and Mrs. still? <laughs> Didn't he ever grow up? Mm-hmm. My friend Chasen pretty much still calls my dad Coach Joe. Because he's our soccer coach when we were kids. That's how we met. Oh. Yeah. My dad was coaching our soccer team for several years. And, yep, he's causing Coach Joe. I'm trying to think if I still call anybody like like that. Like, Coach? I don't think so. Mm. Uh, I think that... No. No. Uh, Kissler. Besides Kissler. You just call him Kissler. But I still, when I address him, I still talk to him as Coach Kissler. Interesting. Even though he was never my coach, technically. If I... I would say Coach Free or Coach Pulowski. I don't remember Coach Pulowski. Oh, uh, I think he's probably before your time. He's a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. yeah, he was part of Kissler's crowd, then for sure. I don't even know where he came from. He just showed up randomly and was a jerk for practice and made us do stuff we didn't want to do. I mean, you just described wrestling practice, <laughs> just in general. I really wish I had tried harder at wrestling. I will admit the availability of sport time is severely limited. What do you mean? In my in my twenties, so in college. Yeah. Wait a minute! Wait a wait a minute! Wait a minute! You play tennis for a job, but it's not. No, it's it's no longer sporty for me. Well, it's, it's a still, job. Okay, it's still sport, but go ahead. I, but I mean, like. I played baseball, I wrestled, I played tennis. You played baseball? I did. I played baseball from first grade to freshman year of high school. 
Really? Did you play in high school? No, I didn't make the varsity team. I made JV and I stopped playing. Wow. You're that kind of person. Uh, yeah. Is it because you were bad? Uh, I couldn't, yeah, I couldn't bat to save my life. That would be an important part, I'd say. Yeah. Unless your first three batters suck. <laughs> well, I was, I was the last on the, the lineup. Like, the pitcher got the hit before I did. <laughs> I was just there to, you know, occasionally get on base. Nice. I mean, I, I, I take that back. I could hit. I couldn't score anybody. I could only get myself on base. Great. So I was basically... Real hit, selfish. I was basically even hitting, in baseball. hitting into the infield and outrunning the throws. That's all I did. Okay. And it's not great when, you know, you have anyone on base in front of you because then I just lead them into... Like, they'll get out because... They, <laughs> they have to go somewhere. They have to run. Well, way to go. Yeah. But I gave up baseball. And I'm just saying, like, the like I did so many sports in my teenage years, and now in, after college, I do one. But did you do any sports with really the in college? Uh, I played soccer. I, I picked up soccer in college. That's true. And that's it. I played... I mean, I still did pick up basketball and stuff. I wasn't any good at it, but... But I was intramural volleyball champion. But that and tennis are pretty well correlated, so... Because there's a net and a ball? And, uh, like... You no, know, same thing's true with soccer. Overhead. Basketball. Lacrosse. I'm more about the overhead hitting. Football. And volleyball. Okay. And just, like, getting in position to, like, get... That was a joke about football, by the yeah. way. Yeah. But to, like, get in position for the ball... Like, you have to read what your opponent's going to do in volleyball. So what you're saying is positioning yeah, matches up? In for, for tennis versus volleyball, yes, it does. I noticed that because the men's tennis team was actually really good at volleyball because all of us could guess where our opponents were going because you line up, you hit the ball with an overhead the same way you hit an overhead in tennis, so you just know where they're going with it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hence point was point being that sorry, I just got real bored. I know, but <laughs> so you're saying that you haven't played as much sports since high school? No, I and I tried doing intramural or not intramural volleyball. Just tried doing like a pickup league volleyball, and it's just it wasn't the same. It wasn't fun. No, because there's you, no competition. You had overly competitive people, and then you had people who were garbage, and there's nothing in between. Which is what I am. I'm not very. I'm not incredibly competitive at volleyball, and I'm not bad at it. So I just stuck out like a sore thumb, and I didn't like it. By being exactly average, you stuck out like a sore thumb. Yes. Gotcha. That's a that's a new one. I know. <laughs> I, it's, I'm educating you. Okay. But would you say the same thing? I mean, you played sports in high school, and you stopped all of them after you got in your twenties, basically. Yep, pretty much replaced all sports with weightlifting and running, and biking. And you still run? It. Occasionally, yeah. Ew. I know, right? It's a, so, the thing is that my, my problem with running is that whenever I run, I feel like I have to run fast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Forrest Gump. Yeah. It's not... I don't know. People who run for like 13 miles or 26 miles, if I slowed down, I could do it, but I just... I can't not go really fast all the time so i i just can't pace myself to go slower (laughs) (laughs) you have some mild version of autism or something (laughs) well i do the same thing when i'm driving and when i'm riding a bike i just go as fast as i can all the time (laughs) i have a bit of an issue with speed (laughs) i would say you do 
I mean, so this made me think of it is you do those, you bike and you run because you want to stay in shape, correct? Yeah. And did you do those things in, you still, you ran in high school and you didn't do that to stay in shape. You did it because you were being competitive. I actually started doing running so that I could be better at wrestling. So I ended up being the strongest kid on the cross country team and the fastest kid on the wrestling team. <laughs> I, I disappointing. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> I'm I don't I don't exercise besides weightlifting, but weightlifting is hard to say you do weightlifting for any other reason besides staying in shape to look good, which is I guess part of staying in shape. Yeah. I see your point, but like or unless you're weightlifting. For another sport. Yeah. Yeah. But that would be to stay in shape for that sport. Or to get better at that sport. Okay. I'm just... But I'm saying, like... Let all, me nitpick every yeah. single little thing. Your, your recreational activities are things that you enjoy and things you feel like you have to do because you want to, you know, you want to stay in shape. So that's the difference between your 20s and your teenage years because we didn't do all those sports because we wanted to stay in shape we just did them because we loved them and now we do them did we did we love them i mean i really liked tennis and i I will not say i loved wrestling wrestling was fun when we had matches but the rest of the time it sucked since i naturally weighed at 125 and i had to weigh in at 119 losing those six pounds every week or keeping the six pounds off was just crackers and water. Oh, so, you're a no. little anorexic girl, weren't you? So it was not fun in any sense. I hmm. didn't enjoy matches because I was exhausted all the time. And Coach Free always wanted to know I had no energy. And I just didn't have anything. I was sitting at like 3% body fat. You know, UFC fighters consistently drop 20, 30 pounds. For the fight. Mm-hmm. But they train at their regular weight. I was keeping my weight all season long six pounds under. You definitely naturally get, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, sustain that after a while. I couldn't. Well, maybe you're just stupid. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's because I started it in December. I started dropping those pounds, and by the time March rolled around, I didn't have to do it anymore. So three months is just not enough to keep that mentality and I did it for three years okay yeah that's fair but no back to what my point though is that a change that I've noticed is doing things to stay you know in you've shape made now. this point like three times now have I <laughs> we just keep getting off on a tangent when you I keep trying to make the point <laughs> yeah I see your point now we do it to stay in shape or for fun so like what when, when I I would pretty much never go and ride my bike by myself I only do it with other people. So, it's a bit of a social aspect, sort of, but better than the situation of pickup volleyball that you were describing. What about going out to eat? Has that changed between your teenage years and your 20s? Yes. Because now, going out to eat is more than, alright, I have $4, I can go to McDonald's and get three things, and that's it. And now we can go out to eat and I can afford to pay for myself and my wife and other me. people. You. Mostly me. 
like I don't know. It's it's just it seems more relaxing for some reason now than it used to. I feel like when we used to go out to eat, it wasn't to, like catch up with anybody because we're not absorbed in our own lives throughout yeah. the week. But like, because we would go out to eat and we kind of all knew what each other was up to. It was just more time to hang out. But now you go out to eat with your your friends and it's you know the couple hours you have with them and you get to talk to them rather than you know, seeing them every day like we used to in high school and college. Yeah. Because we don't see each other even close to that much. No. So, yeah. So it's it's definitely different because you can spend time catching up. It's nice. I'm trying to think what other changes I've experienced in my 20s. You're not very far in your 20s. Where, do you, where are you looking to go from here? What's your... Oh, you weren't ready for this, you're were gonna, you? You're gonna call me out <laughs> on air. You're gonna make me answer this. Where do I want to be? Well, where just... do I like? Where do I see myself in five years? <clears throat> I think I just had this question asked me at my boss's lunch the other day. Oh, that's say. fun. I lied straight through my teeth and said I'd love to be here five years. Perfect response. <laughs> <laughs> way to go. Uh, I've been, I've been, you know, bouncing ideas off people, trying to figure out where I actually want to be and where, or like, what truly interests me. Because I like being challenged intellectually, and my job currently just doesn't do that. Really? Really. You playing a sport doesn't challenge you intellectually? If I was playing it super competitively, maybe. But since I'm just standing I think you'd be too tired to care about whether you're (laughs) being challenged intellectually. Yeah, I, uh... So if you like to be challenged intellectually, why'd you go through college and get an athletic training degree? Because I'm lazy. We already we discussed this in the last podcast. I'm, I'm a lazy individual. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. And also, my freshman and sophomore year, I was all about athletic training. I thought it really was what I wanted to do. And then my junior year absolutely ruined it. But I wasn't going to change my major because I wasn't paying for college. And I wasn't going ta- to tack on another year. So I just finished it. I'm surprised your parents let you go through school with a, and come out with an AT degree. I mean, I had a Bachelor of Science. If it, if, if it was going to be like a Bachelor, bachelor of Arts, Arts, it wouldn't have happened. Well, is sociology a Bachelor of Science? I think so. Yeah. I mean, it's still worth They would have been okay with that? Negative. Yeah. But I would have, if I had chosen sociology, I would have known I was doing it solely for the reason I didn't want to try. Well, James also got a not as prestigious degree from college. I still had a Bachelor of Science. Yeah. I'm surprised that your parent, your dad, being an engineer, let either one of you guys go through school and not get some sort of STEM degree. Uh, mine was because West Liberty didn't offer. Besides, I'd have to just be a science major. Like what? That was their. They had a, just a general science major. Well, they had you know they had math degrees and they had like biology, oh, okay. physics, but there was no engineering. Oh. Uh, okay. Uh. You could, you could graduate with a programming degree of some sort, I believe, but it wasn't engineering-wise. And if you wanted to become... That's pretty close, though. Yeah. That's about as close as you can get without being engineering. So if if I do college again, if I could re-go through these changes, I would have picked a major that would actually help me in my life. See, I think I might have picked an easier major. <laughs> like mechanical engineering. You can get through that no problem in four years. Apparently. Unless you're Nick. <laughs> I think I would have done well. I think my grades would have been better with an engineering degree. I think that's partially true. Like if you 
if you tried programming and you'd actually learn that you liked it, because I, I really liked it. That's why I took one programming class and I was like, this is easy. I'm good at this. This is fun. I'm just going to switch my whole major now. So I did that. Um, and so I, I liked it. So I always did really, really well in my programming classes because I just kind of spent a lot of time doing it because it was fun programming it and trying to figure out how stuff worked and the only class i put all of my effort into was my business class i took one business class and i tried my heart out for it and i don't know why it was super easy maybe you should have got a business degree it still would have it would have still been more beneficial uh gaelic's trying to talk me into going back and getting an mba uh i've heard that sometimes that is not that useful. I, I don't think it would be unless I'm tr- solely trying to go for a, you know, a business job like a, financial like analyst. Right. An MBA, an MBA would be super helpful. Mm-hmm. What I might do is just go back to school for two years and take all like my finance classes or business classes and just re-graduate with a, another undergrad. Because like what? I just said finance or business. Oh. <laughs> were you not listening? Well, you said okay. I just misunderstood what you were saying. Because I don't have to take, I don't have to retake all of my gen eds. Gen eds, right? Unless you know, unless I went to University of Maryland, and then I'd have to probably take all four years in every single class again. Probably because Maryland's scuss balls. They rip you off like that. That's why I didn't. I was. That's why I went to CSM originally. Mm-hmm. That was the biggest roadblock. Was Maryland? What did you start out as? At CSM. Criminal justice. Oh, at, at CSM? Right, Engineering. Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. How come you dropped it? Maryland wouldn't take any credit from Westlib. Oh, right, right, Because, right. wait, originally you started out at Westlib, Yes, right? for a year. You started out at Westlib doing... Criminal justice. Criminal justice, and then you transferred to CSM and started doing engineering? Right. But then they told me I'd come back at Maryland for four years as a freshman, with only the like the math classes I had taken at CSM. That's it. Nice. And I told them, that's not happening. Yep. So I went back to Westlip and I finished my degree out. Nice. Now you're stuck. Now I'm stuck teaching tennis. Do you, th- do you actually think you're going to go back to school? Probably. Really? Actually, when I say probably, I mean I'm definitely going back to school at some point in the next coming years. Wow. Which would be another big change in my 20s. That would be a big change. And I could... The uh, the idea of a nine to five job is actually really appealing to me. I definitely thought that you said multiple times something boring. It would be, but I'd finally have a set schedule, and I'd be on the same schedule as everyone in my life, because working weekends in your twenties sucks. I learned that when I was working at the beach, doing basically trash pickup, <laughs> basically. You also I had to work every weekend. You got the weed whack. I had to work every holiday. I had weed whack in sand. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you how bad that is. It's awful. Just sand blast my legs. So you would say a job change was definitely something that happened in your So that was, that was solely for money. That was solely so that I could have enough money to eat for the year. What? Your parents didn't pay for that? Not while I was in school. I mean, they would have, oh. but I just, I paid, I preferred to pay for myself, so I just paid for my own stuff. Gotcha. And I'd run out of money about six months into the, into the year, and then I'd be like, Mom, Dad, I need money. And then they'd give me enough money to survive. 
on ramen. <laughs> goldfish. <laughs> goldfish is expensive, man. Cheese nips, that's where it's at. Cheese nips? Cheese nips. Like the off-brand cheese hits. Yeah, I was. those are disgusting. <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> Actually, I bought them one time. So gross. Is there any, speaking of food, is there any food in your younger years that you love as an adult now? Yes, most of it. Can you explain? <laughs> um, I love when you answer me quickly. <laughs> <laughs> so when I was growing up, you know, I didn't, I think it's pretty normal, but I didn't like onions and I didn't like mushrooms. Uh, those are the big ones that are coming to mind. I was like, okay on peppers, but now I'm a huge fan of onions, peppers, mushrooms, all pretty much all vegetables. No, okay, I take I take I take that back. I take that hard back. Um, there's a lot of vegetables I still don't like, <laughs> <laughs> but like zucchini and squash, I didn't like. Now, if you put enough salt and pepper on them, they're good. I, I apparently haven't grown up yet because zucchini and squash are still terrible to me. Really? Yeah. You just gotta fry it in some oil with some salt and pepper on them. It, they're nothing like amazing, but they're pretty good. Okay, we got this um thing that you can basically make spaghetti out of zucchini, and it's actually really awesome because you don't get all the carbs and nonsense that you get with spaghetti, but you can still like have essentially spaghetti and meatballs uh, huh you, pr- you probably wouldn't like it no. you're very critical of food I, I am super critical of food I'm not so much picky as you are just critical I just have to comp like I just have to in- not it's not even insulting I just have to comment comment on it and sometimes it's positive most of the time it's not most of the time it's not I but being the idiot that you are, you went to the Mexican restaurant down the street and ordered the same dish three times in a row. Four times now. Four times in a row. I remember the last time I thinking, ordered. That's right. Thinking that it was something else and then complaining because the peppers were too hot and you're not supposed to eat the peppers. <laughs> Those peppers are insanely hot. Yeah. What are they called again? Couldn't tell you. Oh. Some Mexican word. Oh. Spanish, you mean? I think they're Thai chilies. In Mexican food? Yeah. They look like Thai chilies, that's for sure. Same kind of stuff you'd find in general soaps. Yeah. Uh, they are really hot, though. Have you ever had um, those ghost pepper chips? No. I don't, oh. I don't like... Oh, that's right. I'm you don't like spicy food. Not, I, that's, I was going to say that's one of the changes that I've noticed. Is when it, as a younger, like a child and teenager, I could not stand spicy food. Like Anything that had more than a little bit of a flakes of pepper on it were too spicy for me. And now I enjoy food that has spice in it. I think it adds quite a bit to it. Really? I thought you still didn't like spicy stuff. I don't like things that are super hot. I don't like things that are hot just because they can be hot. I understand that. I understand that. I don't like adding heat to things that the only reason you added it was so it would be hot to you. So I think that some hot sauces taste really good. Some hot sauces are just there to add that fire. Yeah. But the ones that taste good I think can add a whole lot. We got this jalapeno hot sauce, which is just delicious. I put on a lot of stuff. It's weird because it's green. Like but a jalapeno? Yes. Oh. Funny how that works. Yeah. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> but, I don't know. My, was, taste, my taste have changed. I was going to say, the big change in food for me was my nutrition plummeted as <laughs> a 20-year-old. In college, it was better because I was on a meal plan. And before that, I was home, and mom made sure I didn't eat what I eat now. And now that I have no adult figure in my life, 
I uh, eat McDonald's three to five times a week. Yesterday I had five hamburgers. Did you eat all those, by the way? I did. In one sitting? No, I had three at McDonald's, and then I took two to work, and I ate those like a couple hours later. Uh, <laughs> it's making me <laughs> sick just think about it. It's getting out of hand because I was trying to figure out, like, McDoubles are like $2 a pop, but... I thought they were a dollar. No, they were like a dollar ninety nine. Really? Mm-hmm. Has it always been like that? I don't know. I thought they were But the hamburgers are 94 cents, so I just said, why not five? And probably next week I'll get six, because five wasn't enough. <laughs> That's disgusting. Yeah, and then I I rarely have food in the pantry for myself at home. I if I ever need to eat at my apartment, it's chicken noodle soup and green beans. Just a whole can of green beans. Wow. Occasionally a ham sounds ste- awesome. Occasionally a ham steak. Wow. So so excited about that food choice. I my nutrition blows as a 20 year old so mine was pretty bad in college it was like I think my senior year and junior year all I ate was chicken patties or chicken tenders that is the only thing that I made but once I got out and you know I had a place to cook and stuff when we started cooking I, I now eat much more adult things with a vegetable in each meal vegetable and a protein in each meal. It was a like full meal. Yeah. I'm full, st- balanced meal. I'm still eating... Reasonable portion. Still eating Campbell's chicken noodle soup and green beans. So something else, I used to drink a ton of soda. A ton, a ton, a ton of soda. Yeah, same. I don't drink any soda. Same, totally. You still drink soda. I you do. S- you still drink a ton of soda. I do still drink a ton of soda. I just don't really have that craving anymore. I drink more soda now than ever. Nice. Nice. I think I think what I need in my life is someone like a like a wife to take care of me because I'm incapable of it. Well, once you finish going through puberty, maybe you'll find one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to. Th- what other What other changes have you experienced? I'm trying to think. I I think uh, this has been one recently. I've just been more cautious. So, power tools are now more intimidating to me than they were five years ago. And I think that's solely because I'm older. I think that's... Because you're wiser or because you realize uh, just the consequences of effing up? It might be the consequences of effing up. And in some sort of, you know, I don't really feel invincible. I didn't really feel invincible back then. But I think that to a certain extent, every teenage boy feels like they can't die or get hurt. To a certain extent. But, I don't know. Now I just have much more respect for them. And when I drive, I, I've actually... I drive a lot more safely. A lot more safely. A lot more safely. What's, how a would you say safer. that? A lot safer. <laughs> uh, honestly, most of that is because I don't like getting tickets that much. See, I started driving safer because I realized that if I get hurt, as of this moment, I will no longer have a way to work. Mm, yeah. Collect that uninsurance, though. And uh, your parents would legally disown you. Yes, they would. <laughs> but I agree with that cautious. As I, as I've gotten older, I've started same thing. I when you as soon as you mentioned being cautious, I thought of power tools. Like I was using a chainsaw over the summer, 
And I like when I could I, die. <laughs> when I was eighteen, I went I went yeah. ham with that thing. Didn't care like how close it got to my leg. Didn't even didn't bother. But now I made every cut as you know as carefully as I could and made right. sure everything was right. Just more cautious, more respect for stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and I I think that is part of your brain developing. I feel like it's definitely that prefrontal cortex kicking in. Yeah. And that is why you can join the army at the age of 18. Because <laughs> if you couldn't join until you were 25, we wouldn't have an army. That's right. That is are you've, that's a really good point, the cautious. Because I noticed when I do things outside and, like, hiking-wise, I'm a lot... I don't ever, like, decide to go off the path and, like, you know, go rock climbing anymore because I'm afraid if I fall, I'll be done for. Yep. But when I was 18, if I fell, I was like, what's, okay, a broken leg for six months, whatever. <laughs> now, so would you feel this way if you had, like, a desk job? Probably. You, I feel yeah. like I would, if I was like, oh, I'm going to break my leg, oh, well, I'll just go to my desk with a cast for six months. Okay, so you would revert back to your 18-year-old self, you I think, think so. If, so if it's I, just your job. I think it's just my job. It's just it's just that you have actual consequences now, if you physically but, injure yourself. But power tools would stay the same. Yeah, I would still be just cautious. I just, I realize just how quickly things can go wrong now. Oh, and they can go so wrong. On the woodworking subreddit, uh, there's just too many pictures of people cutting open their thumb, or like there's one of this guy who's only got uh, three and two halves fingers on one of his hands. <laughs> And just all kinds of nasty stuff. And I'm like, wow, I should really be more careful. So did you stick to the seven cuts and walk away rule? Seven cuts and walk away? Yeah. It's for like woodworking. You're supposed to make seven cuts and then you're supposed to like walk away from the table saw for a little bit to like, you know, because so you don't get into a rhythm and you don't become lackadaisical. I've never heard that. It makes sense though. Once again, probably my father. No, that makes sense. Um, I haven't heard that, but I don't really have the need to make more than seven cuts at a time right now. But I was, I was thinking that I should get some sort of hearing protection because my planer sounds like a jet engine is taking off. And when I put a piece of like really hard wood through it, it sounds like that jet engine got 8,000 rocks in it. (laughs) (laughs) It's just really, really loud. But I was thinking if I have like, let's say I got active noise canceling headphones and I wouldn't be able to hear any of the equipment, I, I think I would start being less safe because I, the, I don't have that auditory input. Well, don't well, I, don't your other senses step up to the plate when you limit one? Or is, I, that, a, is that after a while it starts to be I, that? I don't know. You don't suddenly get 2015 vision or fifteen twenty vision? I, already, uh, I think I already have that. Okay, so you don't get ten twenty vision or twenty ten vision. <laughs> My eyes can actually zoom in. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think so. I just I think that especially if I got like actual headphones, if I were to listen to something, I think I'd just be more distracted and paying just a little bit less attention. So maybe earplugs is just the way to go, or earmuffs. This is be a much better solution actually. No, I still don't use hearing like when you when I like go and shoot, I don't use hearing protection. Why? Because I'm stupid. Uh, and I, I, it should have been, you know, really shown to me how how 
important hearing protection was because one day I stepped outside to shoot a groundhog with the most I got. Oh my god. <laughs> and I was standing next to the door and the sound coming off the side of the house deafened me in my left ear for days. All I could hear was ringing for like two or three days. I couldn't hear anything else. That's what a lot of scums ever. I've always been pretty cautious about hearing protection and like I listen to music in my earphones relatively low. Same. Because that's not true. (laughs) Because one of the most annoying things is when you're trying to talk to somebody and you have to repeat yourself three or four times because they can't hear you or they're not paying attention. So I never want to be that guy that has to be like, what'd you say? Sorry, speak up. Can you come a little closer? Oh, you're on my bad ear. I hate when people tell me that. <laughs> my my professor, uh, he I don't know whether it was a birth defect or whatnot, but his inner ear, there's three parts of it, in case you want a quick anatomy lesson. There's three parts of it, and one vibrates, and then the rest of them transmit. That vibrating part in your inner ear, he didn't have. And so if you talked on his left side, he couldn't hear a word. Like he could, he would know you're talking because his his right ear would pick it up. But it was like he just needs a hearing aid. No, it it wouldn't matter. This ear receives no input. Well, if the vibrating part isn't working, I'm sure there's some sort of device that can just translate sound into vibrations. Probably. But I I think that would be like uh whatever I don't know what's called. Where they drill a hole. They dr- yeah they drill a hole inside your head yeah. and toss it in there. Ooh, uh, uh, I don't think uh. he wants to deal with that. Okay, that's fair. I could see that. Yeah, but I ne- I just never want to be that person. I, I never want to be deaf like that. I've accepted the fact I'm going to have hearing aids in 20 years. 20 years? Yeah. By I, the time you're 43? I listen, I listen to the my car volume at max. I listen to my head rate, like the my like earphones Headphones. at max. I don't use hearing uh, protection when I shoot. I don't use hearing protection when I use the lawnmower or anything. Uh you know what I'm what I'm thinking is like your body adapts, and I'm hoping you'll just adapt. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, you're supposed to apply stress. That's why your bones get stronger, why your muscles oh get bigger. God. You know, so, maybe, maybe my hearing will get super good. <laughs> so I know this guy who worked on helicopters, or no, actually flew helicopters for fifteen or twenty years. He had hearing aids by the time he was 35 because helicopters are loud. <laughs> I, I got the point when you said he <laughs> I'm glad you clarified it, though. The helicopters are loud, so... I, I never noticed. Yeah. Man, the F-35, I don't know if I've talk, told you about this. The F-18 is pretty loud, right? It's a, it's a jet, obviously. Yeah. It, it's doing a lot of stuff. The engines are quite loud. The F-35 makes me want to shit my pants. <laughs> it flies overhead, and if I can't cover my ears, I, like, get this urge to lie on the ground and start crying. <laughs> that loud. It is that loud. and they f- are, You are on base, aren't you? I am basically on the runway. <laughs> I might as well be on the runway. <laughs> we got planes flying overhead all day. Uh, there's um, and so some of the some of the F-35s they can do a VTOL vertical takeoff and landing, so basically that just means that their engines are on full blast for like five minutes as they come in to land, just straight down, and it's just 
really loud. I don't think they'd be at, straight, at full blast they're going straight down. Well, they're very loud. Why are you going to be like that? <laughs> <laughs> I was just pointing something out to you. Yes, it wouldn't be on full blast. Taking off, though, it would be. Maybe. So, so I can't weigh in on this, but how has being married changed? That's Because that's a change in your 20s that a, a lot of people experience. So not that it hasn't changed that much, except for I feel more comfortable about the fact that we're living together, because we were living together for many years before we were married, and everyone would always say, "Ah, oh, you're living in sin, whether it be a joke or not. <laughs> now we don't have to hear any of that, and it's just more comfortable. Like before, when we were living somewhere else, it, the bed that we were sleeping in, which wasn't technically our bed, I would, I would always say the bed, or the bed at the house or whatever um i would never say our bed but now i can say our bed because it's not weird to share a bed with your wife is that the biggest change you've experienced with marriage is the way you can say bed pretty much (laughs) it's just it's uh like our my relationship with her hasn't really changed all that much but how i think about our relationship in terms of how I would communicate it with other people, it has changed a little bit. So do you recommend living together before being married? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. There are... I like. I just know that there are certain kinds of people that they might work really well together, seeing each other three, four, or five times a week, even if, even if they see each other every day. But if they have to share a bathroom, that just... they will just go at each other because you don't like if someone's a slob and someone's a neat freak they would have trouble being together and you're never really going to get that impression if you're not living together you're never really going to get that imprint if you're not living together fair enough and that's just one example I'll never be able to live with I don't know how James pulled it off I think it's because I'm there how he gets to live with his girlfriend because who cares he's 26 now okay I mean I'm still never gonna do it until I'm married Uh, that's a really really bad idea yeah but you know I love being my like father's favorite son I mean I already win that because he has two daughters but well (laughs) times have changed they have I think it's no longer scandalous to live with somebody before you marry them. And in fact, I think that a lot of people would recommend it. I mean, my parents, uh, they weren't allowed to see each other because my mom would have had to spend the night at my dad's house. This is before they were married. So she couldn't go visit him because they weren't married. Because that's how old-fashioned her parents were. That's nuts. Yes. So I, we, I think that as a society, we've gotten past that super crazy stereotype, uh, and are a little bit more realistic about things. Okay. That being said, you should definitely try and live with somebody before you get married. Yeah, but I'm afraid if they live with me, they'll they'll never marry me. Oh, oh, oh. I need to trap the person. But what if you end up hating them? What if? What if it's not them leaving you? What if you feel like you really need to leave them? Wouldn't you rather know that before you end up marrying them? It's just signing a couple papers. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't it? 
Yep. <laughs> yep, that's exactly what it is. I'll probably never get married, so it doesn't matter what this conversation goes for me. Okay, cool. Bachelor forever. Bachelor forever. I'll always be that friend that everyone's wives hate. <laughs> <laughs> the, so people people always ask, or at least did always ask. Um, Sorry, go on. People would always ask, it, like, how's married life? And it's just really not all that much different. For For us. It's not all that much different. Huh. Cool. So I feel like I kind of am more on the traditional traditional path through your 20s. Like I graduated college, got a job, bought a house, got married. Although typically you get married and then buy a house. Scandalous. Well, we're sorry we can't all have good, good, making, good figure jobs this early in life. Well, uh... You could have got a better degree. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. Like, that's why I got that degree, computer engineering. I went through college, and I was like, this sucks. I have no time. My life is school. I'm not having that much fun. But I'm going to be loaded for the rest of my life. Yeah? Or at the very least, well off enough so that I don't really have to worry about bills. So eventually we just have to do a change in our 30s because then I'll be able to actually chip in on this one. Mm, okay. Because I, between 18 and now, the only difference is I'm no longer in school and I live on my own. Like I live and I do things for myself only. That's the only difference. Okay. I'm no, I'm no longer taken care of by anyone but me. Mm-hmm. But I, I do anticipate a lot of changes coming up for you in yeah. the next couple of years. Based on you having a new career path picked out every other week. It's not, <laughs> I haven't picked one out because I have not pursued another one yet. You pursued state police for a little bit. I did. And then as it got closer and closer, I realized that was a terrible choice because instead of having no time and having a job I hate, I would... Wait, that's... That's all I would have, is I'd have no time, and I'd be doing a job that I probably wouldn't like. What, giving people tickets? Because this was state police we're talking about, not county. You're right. I'd just be giving people tickets. I'd just be writing tickets. And occasionally uh, hitting people in crosswalks. What? I, the state policeman who hit the jaywalker down at Giant a couple years ago. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Way to go. The most insulting thing about the state police is they pull you over and give you a speeding ticket and then hand you a pamphlet on how to become a state police officer. (laughs) Like, who in their right mind would take this lightly? Like, who would get a ticket by the state police and be like, you know what, that seems like a good job. I get to piss people off. I've only gotten tickets from county. Really? I, well, I, I have almost only gotten tickets from state. I got the, county is usually much more lenient. I got the speeding ticket from a county deputy. Uh, I was going like eighty and a fifty-five, and I got the other. Well, I can't blame him for writing you that ticket. I don't blame him either. And then the other ticket I got was for running a stop sign at two o'clock in the morning, and that was by a county deputy as well. Didn't you? I thought the the one where he loaded you twelve speed. I thought that was a state, state trooper. No, I think it was county. Oh. But yeah, that's what I'm talking about. And then he didn't show up for court, so I didn't get the ticket anyway. Yeah. Didn't you get, uh, 
a ticket from Virginia State Policeman? Oh, you're right. I did get a ticket from Virginia State Police. <laughs> I was I passed somebody on the shoulder. Yep. Way to go. Except the ticket was only twenty dollars. The processing really? fee was seventy. <clears throat> what? What? So that's that's how state police. Uh, that's how Virginia works. The ticket was super cheap. Outside of so spe- you pay no matter what. Yeah, and it's so, do they do that only for out of state residents? Probably. Well, no, if I wanted to go to court, and then I I said to pay the court fee of sixty three dollars, so I could pay it over the phone and just take the ticket, which was seventy to process it, and then twenty tacked on. Although no points. No points. Or that I could just go to court, and I could fight it, and probably still get the ticket, and then have to pay court fees, which is eighty three dollars instead of ninety. Yeah, on my last ticket, I. 70 to 55. He didn't lower it at all. Because didn't you get pulled over twice in five minutes? <laughs> <laughs> you got pulled over, drove away, and got pulled over like two miles down the road? It was not Monday. <laughs> I mean, you deserved... Right, it was like deserved, 10 miles. You deserved the second ticket. Uh, regardless, he could have lowered it to 64 into 55. But you got pulled over twice <laughs> in a matter of minutes. <laughs> State troopers, man. That's all I'm uh, so, but I took the day off of work and went to court and got the points taken away, but I still had to pay most of the fee for the ticket for court fees or whatever. So it's just a money-grabbing scheme. <laughs> One of your changes in your 20s, you've realized that it's a money-grabbing scheme? It's a money gra- Everything's a money-grabbing scheme. Gotta stick it to the man, dude. Yeah. Even though I work for the man. We can talk about speeding tickets. What about them? about do you think they make you safer no okay that's all i want to talk about i so i think that there should be some sort of test that you should take and that test would say that you are equipped to handle a vehicle at higher than highway speeds so basically if you are licensed to drive a race car basically you should be able to drive faster on the highway than anybody else because you can handle it, right? Yeah. I So bad drivers should be forced to be in the right-hand lane only. going slow. They And they cannot get in the left-hand lane. It's a ticketable offense to be in the left-hand lane. Right? Wouldn't that be great? It'd be fantastic. Yeah. It's like uh, when it rains and suddenly there's traffic everywhere. I wouldn't know. I didn't just spend two hours <laughs> and an hour trip. Yeah, it like it sometimes almost doubles my commute. Also, there was an accident on the bridge again this week, and that doubles my commute, legitimately. Did they, they just close one lane on it. Uh, somehow, both lanes close every time. That's obnoxious. One time, I actually was on the bridge when there was an accident, so. I had to wait an hour because I couldn't really turn around. It's a tough change. Yeah. And then a, a, a different time, there was somebody with the flat tire in the other lane, but I had to sit on the bridge for 10 minutes going the opposite direction of the other guy for some reason. It's stupid. I hate traffic. I feel like I'm just droning on here. Yeah, but but last point I want to make about Change of 20 is you have daily routines now that are pretty much set in stone. Do you? I do. 
even though your schedule is inconsistent at best? I mean, I the, my days of working are consistent. Right, but it, you're not working 9 to 5. You're working 3 to 9 or whatever. 3 to 11. Yeah, whatever your hours are. But my... my, my and it's not every day. But my schedule for the week doesn't really change. I go to the gym for maybe five times if I go after work on Saturdays. Uh, and But I no longer do... I. The only things I do are spur of the moment, and they're one-time things. I don't do really anything else outside of that. In college, I could wake up one day and decide, oh, I want to, like, let's go do this. But now, I just, I have to make time to want to go do something spur of the moment. I have to wait for my day off to go do that. Right. In college, it was just like, once you got a class, you could do whatever you wanted. Yeah. Pretty much. What, ideally, right... Ideally, I would have the amount of responsibility that I had in college with the amount of money that I'm making now. That would be the best. Wouldn't it? It would be. Because just everyone needs a little bit of responsibility. So just having a little bit of responsibility, but a lot of free time and money that you can actually do stuff in that free time, that would be the best. That is my goal. That's your goal? That's my goal. Never going to happen. But it's good to have goals. It is. My goal is to have enough passive income through investments to not only the reason I work is because I ha- I want to, not because I have to anymore. going to be a long time coming, especially on that at, athletic trainer salary. If I stay at tennis, it will take a while. <laughs> <laughs> you will probably be dead. And I won't have to work anymore. That's true. I could work if I wanted to in hell. I've always wondered about like uh, people like Jeff Bezos and stuff. Uh I mean, he's worth how many billions, but he's still working? Why wouldn't you just buy a beach house in Aruba and call it a life? Just retire at, I don't know, I think he's 40-something. I don't 50. know. Why would you just retire? I, I, at what Do you point, really need more? At what point is is enough? Well, a billion? That's definitely enough. <laughs> is that your cutoff? <laughs> No, my cutoff is actually way before then. <laughs> but a billion is plenty. So what what changes do you expect to have coming up? Uh, probably just some minor job changes. Uh, and then since I'm 25... You get the insurance drop off here. I already, yeah, I already got it. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Oh, and then I got married on top of that, so it dropped even more. I asked my dad about that. I was like, Dad, why... why do you have a lower insurance, car insurance rate if you're married? He said, because there's someone yelling at you to slow down. (laughs) (laughs) You've got a co-pilot that complains all the time. (laughs) And and doing that thing, don't hit the guy on the bike. I I wasn't going to hit the guy on the bike. Don't you just love when people shout advice like Uh, that? Yeah. Like, don't crash the car like it was your plans in that day (laughs) to get in that car and crash it. Thanks. Thanks for the advice. (laughs) Yeah, um, and then probably before I'm 30, kid. Or kids. Oh, God. I know, right? Yeah. I dread the idea of you having children. You're never going to come over. Probably not. Probably not. Can't say I blame you. Unless, you might be the only friend I have at that point, though, so I might just have <laughs> to deal with it. <laughs> Don't worry, you'll be Uncle Zach. I know. I better be a godfather. Mm-hmm. Poor, poor kid, if you ever pass away. 
<laughs> yeah, my sister is about to, about to give birth. Who's the godfather? I don't know, but it, it's yeah. not going to be a brother or sister. I guess it's usually yeah. non. I don't know. I'm just excited because they don't know the sex of the baby. I'm just excited to find out if I'm going to be an aunt or an uncle. <laughs> <laughs> have you? How long have you been thinking about that to tell that joke right there? <laughs> about five seconds. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I thought for sure that you've been play, like you had thought of that like a mo- like a month ago, and you're like, oh no, no, no! I saw that on uh, Twitter or something <sighs> like that. Twitter or Facebook. But it was somebody that was uh, totally serious. <laughs> so the, the changes I expect are a major job change. And I, even though I say I probably won't get married, I probably will be married before I'm 30. And I'll probably have a kid before I'm 30. At least that's... Oh, God. That's, that's terri- something the world doesn't need. That's the More ter- of you running around. That's the terrifying thought, is it? Another small me. Terrifying is an understatement, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start building my bunker now. You should. <laughs> and then we can put that child in there. <laughs> <laughs> I think that might be just a little bit illegal. <laughs> there's, a, there's only a couple laws about it. Maybe one or two. I think I've heard about them. Depends on how you frame it. Yeah. Like the bunker? Mm-hmm. No, no. How you, how you frame the situation. Oh. Well, if bunkers ever found, it doesn't matter. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, dark. Dark tangent. Dark tangent. Yeah, that's some big changes. What are you most excited for? The job change. Job change? I'm ecstatic to find a job that I can actually make good money with and be on a set schedule with set benefits and... A, just a steady source of income that isn't fluctuating. What, do you have to like the job? I would prefer to like it, but I don't. I know I don't have to. What if it was? Well, I thought that the job that you would have would be a job that you love. But what if you found a job that you loved, that had benefits and a set schedule, but it paid like crap. But it paid the same as what you're doing now. No, you would not have. S- you would stick with the same job that you have now. Yeah. Even though you love the other one. Yep. That doesn't make any sense to me. Why, why would I make the change? Well, maybe the promise of more money in the future. Then that's a different question. <laughs> <laughs> you asked, would I change if it was the same exact thing with a job I loved? No, I wouldn't. Because I wouldn't be willing to change jobs just because I love it and not make any more money. The next job change I make is a salary increase mm-hmm. and a big one. Okay. All right. It's got to be at least double. Wow. It's not much. That's not very hard to do. You're right. <laughs> I think I'm making less than 30000 a year, so it's easy to double that. <laughs> yeah. Man, if only you had some, I don't know, uh, any sort of, um, what's it called? Skills? <laughs> <laughs> a degree? <laughs> yeah. Man, yeah. Get some skills and I'll get my company to hire you and then we'll just get a fat uh, referral bonus. Do I need a degree for all that? Probably. Oh. Unfortunately. Oh, well. Yeah, that's all I got. I got nothing else on my changes in 20. Yeah, or just adulthood. Or that. I haven't really become adulthood adult. Adulthood so far? Haven't, haven't. Besides starving myself and eating McDonald's three to five times a week, I would say adulthood's going swimmingly. I think there's an eating disorder named for that. It's not anorexia, because it's, like, anorexia mi- mixed with binge eating. Maybe it is anorexia. I don't know. But that's what you have. 
<laughs> oh, okay. Because there's days I don't eat, and there's days that I eat five hamburgers. That's sickening. <laughs> that is sickening. <laughs> and on that bombshell. And on that. <laughs> Thank you again for listening. Thanks again. Don't forget to smash that like button. I'm not even going into it. <laughs> I'm not even going into it. <laughs> Thanks again. <laughs>